This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Americans are horrified that the average price of gasoline is over $5 a gallon. But Canadians have it worse. The average price in Canada is $6.76. You may have seen some reports that Canadians are paying $9 a gallon. But you have to remember, that's in Canadian dollars. If you want to pay in loonies, the average price is $8.72. But no matter how you state it, that's still a lot of pain at the pump. General Motors pretty much dropped out of the European market when it sold off Opel and Vauxhall to what was then the Peugeot Group and what is now Stellantis. GM continued to sell some vehicles in low volumes there, like Camaros, Corvettes, and Escalades. But now it's studying how to make a full return, and this time only with electric vehicles. It may even launch a robo-taxi service with the crew's origin. And that's got us thinking that GM may want to use a direct sales model so that it doesn't have to rebuild a dealer network across Europe. After all, Ford CEO Jim Farley says a direct sales model can save anywhere from two to $3,000 per vehicle. And that would offset a lot of the cost of any import duties. Car thieves in Michigan are getting really bold. They're stealing high-performance vehicles right from assembly plants and marshalling yards. They've stolen Camaros from GM's plant in Lansing, Mustang GT350s from Ford's Flat Rock assembly plant, Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawks from Stellantis's plant in Detroit, and Ford F-150 Raptors from Ford's plant in Dearborn. And it isn't that hard to do, surprisingly. When vehicles are driven off the assembly line and into the marshalling yards, the keys are left inside them. Somehow thieves are able to sneak into the yard, drive off, and even if they have to smash through the gates to get on their way out. In many cases, the vehicles are stuffed right into shipping containers within hours of being stolen and sent to foreign countries. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The late Sergio Marchione, former CEO of FCA and Ferrari, once told us that Ferrari would never make an electric car. Well, that was then. Today, Ferrari is gung-ho on making electric vehicles. But now its new CEO, Benedetto Vigna, is making another never statement. He says Ferrari will never have a self-driving vehicle. And by that he means level 4 or 5 autonomy, though Ferrari will continue to develop ADAS technology. But I believe what Vigna is saying. Bloomberg reports the company hosted some AI experts who wanted to pitch why Ferrari should adopt the technology. Instead, Vigna had them ride with a test driver in one of its cars. When they got back, he claims they said, okay, Benedetto, our presentation is useless. With the EV revolution well underway, Renault says now is the time to rethink sound systems for vehicles, both inside and out. On the inside, 
Renault is going for a less is more philosophy and will design audio systems using as few components as possible. It highlights its Senec Vision concept, which only has a speaker in each door and ones in the headrests, or what it calls sound bubbles. This is where each passenger can hear audio that the others cannot hear. Renault's future electric vehicles will also incorporate a new feature called Sonic Road. It takes data gathered by the vehicle, like location, the type of landscape, weather, and even the time of day, and it recommends the ideal soundtrack for that drive. It's all about making the experience more immersive for the passengers. But as vehicles become more connected, Renault is also focusing on cybersecurity. It developed an artificial intelligence and machine learning system that's able to detect hacking attempts, analyze them, and provide a response that protects the vehicle. This may sound like some way off technology, but it will be incorporated into Renault vehicles starting in 2025. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. The future of Michigan is extraordinarily bright. Um, we have such incredible assets, and I think more and more we're realizing how to put those together in a way that's going to help this state really help lead the nation uh, as we go forward. Porsche went through some very special engineering to fool the EPA about the emissions and fuel economy that its vehicles get. It allegedly changed gear ratios and manipulated the software of test vehicles to boost fuel economy by one to two miles per gallon. Porsche owners got wind of the cheating and sued the company and won. Porsche is paying $80 million to settle the lawsuit, which involves half a million Porsches built between 2005 and 2020. And it sure is disheartening to see the length that some car companies will go to to cheat their way to victory. The electric commercial van segment is about to get more crowded. Here's a new EV startup we ran across called 48 Commercial that's based in the UK. Its vans feature a lightweight frame and composite structure to reduce weight and carbon emissions during manufacturing and operation. Compared to ICE vans, 48 says its vehicles use 50% less energy over their life cycle. The vans are modular and available in short, medium, and long wheelbases and the body panels are mechanically fixed to the frame instead of being welded, which makes them easier to repair. The interior is also modular and can be easily configured for right or left-hand drive. In addition to a pure electric, there's an ICE, hybrid, CNG, and hydrogen-powered versions. In the future, 4.8 plans to make other variants, including a shuttle, bus, pickup, and food service vans. A new study from the University of California, Berkeley, found that more than a quarter of public chargers in the Bay Area weren't working properly. It tested 678 chargers at 181 stations, and only 72.5% were functional. 
The others had unresponsive or unavailable screens, payment system failures, charge initiation failures, network failures, or broken connectors. And there were even some that didn't have long enough cables to reach the charging port on the vehicle. The study did not include Tesla superchargers because those aren't considered public. But a previous study found that only 4% of Tesla owners reported an issue with charging. But that brings us to the end of today's show and this week. I hope you have a great weekend. And to all the dads out there, happy Father's Day. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details. And rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.